The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's a Wednesday in Advent and another Carmelite Feast Day. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, December 14th, 2022, Wednesday of the third week of Advent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. And today is the memorial of St. John of the Cross, priest and doctor of the church. Born in 1542, he was ordained a Carmelite priest in 1567 at the age of 25. He met Teresa of Avila and, like her, vowed himself to the primitive rule of the Carmelites. John engaged in the work of reform and came to experience opposition, misunderstanding, persecution, even imprisonment. In this dying of imprisonment, John came to life uttering poetry. In the darkness of the dungeon, John's spirit came into the light. There are many mystics, many poets. John is unique as a mystic poet, expressing in his prison cross the ecstasy of mystical union with God in the spiritual canticle. In his Ascent to Mount Carmel, he tells us the cross leads to resurrection, agony to ecstasy, darkness to light, abandonment to possession, denial to self, to union with God. If you want to save your life, you must lose it. St. John of the Cross died in 1591. St. John of the Cross, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world. I offer them for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart the salvation of souls, reparation for sin, and the reunion of all Christians. I offer them for the intentions of our bishops and of all apostles of prayer, and in particular for those recommended by our Holy Father this month. With Pope Francis, we pray that volunteer nonprofit organizations committed to human development find people dedicated to the common good and ceaselessly seek out new paths to international cooperation. Amen. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Sometimes when we read the Gospel stories, there could be a tendency that we just kind of read everything and, and take it just at the surface level and that we don't enter much deeper into it. And we can lose sight of the fact that there's entire lives being lived and whole deep conversations and that there's there's time passing and that there's real relationships between the characters in the gospel. And when we consider some of those things, maybe that 
that aren't told or we consider the circumstances or imagine the place, then it can help us really engage scripture, revelation in a deeper way. Today's gospel for the mass is a beautiful opportunity to meditate upon the reality of John the Baptist and his disciples and how he sends them to our Lord by considering maybe what the text doesn't say and what's underlying this encounter. We hear that John summons two of his disciples and send them to the Lord to ask, are you the one to come or should we look for another? Are you the one to come or should we look for another? This is John, the prophet, the one who's pointing the way to Jesus. And I wonder what this conversation was like that led John to send these disciples to you, Jesus. What what was that like uh, with the conversation? John's job was basically to prepare his disciples, but then gradually to give them over to you, Jesus. And he did it. He did it remarkably well. It starts right at the beginning of the Gospel of John, where he points out, you know, behold the Lamb of God. And right then, John and Andrew, who become two of the apostles, they they start, stop following John, start following you, Jesus. Well, what happened in this situation? It's most likely that at this point in the narrative, John the Baptist is already in prison. And many of his disciples had probably already started following Jesus. And, you know, maybe these two that he sends, maybe they're the last two. And maybe they haven't gotten it yet. Again, imagine being one of the disciples of John the Baptist, and there's all kinds of crowds, and there's people around, and we're all following John the Baptist. And then slowly, there's less people, because they're following this other preacher. And then there's even less, and there's less. And then all of a sudden, we're the last two. And here we are with John the Baptist. And and you maybe can almost get the sense that this great saint, St. John the Baptist, is like, what are you guys still doing here? Why, why are you here? And they're, they're wondering, where did everyone else go? And maybe that could be us sometimes. That, like, there, there's a path to holiness, but looking around, like, where, where is everyone? We started out in a particular way, and now uh, other people have found something deeper. They, they found the truth. And maybe if we have just started at a basic catechetical faith and we just want to stick just with the basics and we're being invited into this deeper relationship, but we don't know it yet. And so what what does John do? Well, John the Baptist sends them to Jesus with this question. And again, just imagining what the conversation may have looked like with these two disciples of John the Baptist, again, John most likely in prison, and them just arguing or or wondering. They're they're late to the party and they're just wondering like where where is everyone? Do you think Jesus and imagine these disciples of John asking John, like, Well, John, do you think do you think that Jesus is the one? Do you do you think that he's the person that we're supposed to follow? Is is he the one to come? Is he the Messiah? And I don't know, maybe maybe John the Baptist is, is almost a little exasperated with them like duh i've been trying to teach you this this is the whole point don't you realize that's where everyone else went but as a good teacher 
he, he does this masterful move where John the Baptist says, well, why don't you go ask him? Why don't you go ask Jesus? Rather than just wondering about it, and rather than just talking to me about it, just go ask him. Go ask Jesus. And this is a wonderful act of apostolate to send these disciples who are wondering and they don't know and the truth should be right there in front of them, but they're still just not getting it. And Jesus, John, sends them to you. Just go ask Jesus. And so they, they come and they ask, Jesus, are, are you the one to come? Like, are you the Messiah? Or should we look for another? And this is how we actually can learn to do apostolate, that the most important thing in our apostolic efforts is to send people to Jesus. We just want them to talk to you, Jesus. We we are just the intermediary. We are just the ones that are meant to take, we're matchmakers. We take one person and we want to put them in your presence. We want them to just come and talk to you. And sometimes maybe in our stubborn pride or our vanity, we could be the we could want to be the ones to answer all the questions, right? Is Jesus the Messiah? And John the Baptist probably could have said, Yes, yes, he is, and let me point out all the places in scripture, and I can tell you, and I'll tell you my prophetic visions. But rather, John says, Well, go ask him. Why don't you just go ask him? And so we too, when we have friends, when we have family members, those that that want, they're looking for something deeper. Jesus, we know they're looking for you. Well, what we should do is learn from John the Baptist and say, well, why don't you go ask Jesus? Go ask Jesus. Just go talk to him. Take a few minutes in prayer. Go to a church where you, Lord, are, are really, truly present, body, blood, soul, and divinity. Just go ask him. Go, go talk to him about it. Talking to Jesus is, is way more effective than talking to any one of us. Jesus, you're, you're God, and you know the depth of our hearts. You actually know us personally and deeply. And so whenever we get the chance for someone to talk to you instead of talking to me, well, that's way better off. That's what John does. Just, just go ask Jesus. Ask him. He'll tell you. And the, those disciples, they do. They go and they ask Jesus, are you the one to come? Like, are, are you the Messiah? And maybe when they got there and they looked around, they saw all their old friends from the John the Baptist gang, right? They saw John and Andrew the apostles. They saw all these other people that were following Jesus. And they're like, oh, this is where we were supposed to be. This is what, this is what John was preparing us for, right? Are you the one to come? Like, here's all of our old friends. And that's the question. When they finally come to Jesus, they're able to ask him directly. But a last point is that it doesn't, it doesn't end there, right? Jesus is doing incredible things. And what he does is he actually sends them back to John. He says, now you go tell John what you have seen and heard, right? Which again implies that in this intermediary time, they've seen these incredible things. The blind regain their sight, the lame walk. The lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have the good news proclaimed to them. Right? That we, these disciples of John have seen 
the miracles that are happening right in the midst of the gospel story, and then Jesus sends them back to John. Not as disciples of John, but now as apostles of Jesus. That they're the ones that are bringing the good news back to John the Baptist. That they're going back and they're telling John what they've experienced. That yes, we've we found him. And John, now, now we know. Thank you for sending us to Jesus because we've found in him the answer to that deep question. And so this should be how we see our acts of apostolate. The most important thing is that we send people to Jesus, that we have them just go ask Jesus these deep questions. But then, Jesus, when we talk to you, oftentimes you send us back to the very people that sent us, and you want us to go and now share what we've heard, what we've seen, that you want us to share the gospel even with those people that initially sent us to you, the way that maybe a a child coming home from school shares with their parents what they've learned. The parents know it, and the parents know what the curriculum is supposed to be, but it's still good for children to share what they've learned. Well, we should do that too with our faith. And so, Jesus, this is the model of apostle that your cousin, your prophet, John the Baptist, teaches us. The best thing we could do is send people to you. Go ask Jesus. And Jesus, you show them what happens. We should ask Our Lady in a special way, who also leaves us with her parting words in the gospel, do whatever he tells you. Mary, help us to always send everyone to Jesus and let him work his wonders. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 17 past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's the Memorial of St. John of the Cross. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin our day of prayer with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Reading. Lord, open my lips. And And my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord. Fount of all wisdom, Alleluia. Come, let us worship the Lord. Fount of all wisdom, Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord. And shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving. And sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, Come, let us worship the Lord. Fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. 
the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia! Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia! Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Forty years I endured that generation. I said they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia! Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy. There is truth. I will sing forever of your love, O Lord. Through all ages, my mouth will proclaim your truth. Of this I am sure, that your love lasts forever, that your truth is firmly established as the heavens. With my chosen one, I have made a covenant. I have sworn to David, my servant. I will establish your dynasty forever and set up your throne through all ages. The heavens proclaim your wonders, O Lord. The assembly of your holy ones proclaims your truth. For who in the skies can compare with the Lord, or who is like the Lord among the sons of God? A God to be feared in the council of the holy ones, great and dreadful to all around him. O Lord God of hosts, who is your equal? You are mighty, O Lord and truth is your garment. It is you who rule the sea in its pride. 
it is you who still the surging of its waves. You crushed the monster Rahab and killed it, scattering your foes with your mighty arm. The heavens are yours, the world is yours. It is you who founded the earth and all it holds. It is you who created the north and the south. Tabor and Hermon shout with joy at your name. Yours is a mighty arm, O Lord. Your hand is strong, your right hand ready. Justice and right are the pillars of your throne. Love and truth walk in your presence. Happy the people who acclaim such a king, who walk, O Lord, in the light of your face, who find their joy every day in your name, who make your justice the source of their bliss. For you, O Lord, are the glory of their strength. By your favor it is that our might is exalted, for our ruler is in the keeping of the Lord, our King in the keeping of the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. When the Son of God came into this world, he was born of David's line. When the Son of God came into this world, he was was born of David's line. Of old you spoke in a vision. To your friends, the prophets, you said, I have set the crown on a warrior. I have exalted one chosen from the people. I have found David my servant, and with my holy oil anointed him. My hand shall always be with him, and my arm shall make him strong. The enemy shall never outwit him, nor the evil man oppress him. I will beat down his foes before him and smite those who hate him. My truth and my love shall be with him. By my name his might shall be exalted. I will stretch out his hand to the sea and his right hand as far as the river. He will say to me, You are my Father, my God the rock who saves me, and I will make him my firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth. I will keep my love for him always, for him my covenant shall last. I will establish his dynasty forever, make his throne endure as the heavens. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and it will be forever. Amen. When the Son of God came into this world, he was was born of David's line. Once for all I swore to my servant David, his dynasty shall never fail. Once for all I swore to my servant David, his dynasty shall never fail. If his sons forsake my law, and refuse to walk as I decree, and if ever they violate my statutes, refusing to keep my commands, then I will punish their offenses with the rod. Then I will scourge them on account of their guilt. But I will never take back my love. My truth 
will never fail. I will never violate my covenant, nor go back on the word I have spoken. Once for all, I have sworn by my holiness, I will never lie to David. His dynasty shall last forever. In my sight, his throne is like the sun. Like the moon, it shall endure forever. A faithful witness in the skies. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and it will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, you anointed your servant Jesus with holy oil and raised him higher than all kings on the earth. In this you fulfilled the promise made to David's descendants and established a lasting covenant through your firstborn son. Do not forget your holy covenant, so that we who are signed with the blood of your son through the new sacrament of faith may sing of your mercies forever. Once for all I swore to my servant David, his His dynasty dynasty shall never fail. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. From the book of the prophet Isaiah. Woe to those who go down to Egypt for help, who depend upon horses, who put their trust in chariots because of their number, and in horsemen because of their combined power. But look not to the Holy One of Israel, nor seek the Lord. Yet he too is wise and will bring disaster. He will not turn from what he has threatened to do. He will rise up against the horse of the wicked and against those who help evildoers. The Egyptians are men, not God. Their horses are flesh, not spirit. When the Lord stretches forth his hand, the helper shall stumble, the one helped shall fall, and both of them shall perish together. See, a king will reign justly, and princes will rule rightly. Each of them will be a shelter from the wind, a retreat from the rain. They will be like streams of water in a dry country, like the shade of a great rock in a parched land. The eyes of those who see will not be closed. The ears of those who hear will be attentive. The flighty will become wise and capable, and the stutterers will speak fluently and clearly. No more will the fool be called noble nor the trickster be considered honorable. For the fool speaks foolishly, planning evil in his heart. How to do wickedness, to speak perversely against the Lord, to let the hungry go empty and the thirsty be without drink. And the trickster uses wicked trickery, planning crimes. How to ruin the poor with lies and the needy when they plead their case. But the noble man plans noble things, and by noble things he stands. The Word of the Lord The eyes of those who see shall not be clouded, and the ears of those who hear shall listen attentively. 
the heart of the foolish shall be open to knowledge. I will raise up to David a righteous branch. As king he shall rule and be wise. The heart heart of of the the foolish foolish shall shall be open to knowledge. From a Spiritual Canticle by St. John of the Cross, Priest The holy doctors have uncovered many mysteries and wonders, and devout souls have understood them in this earthly condition of ours. Yet the greater part still remains to be unfolded by them, and even to be understood by them. We must then dig deeply in Christ. He is like a rich mine with many pockets containing treasures. However deep we dig, we will never find their end or their limit. Indeed, in every pocket, new seams of fresh riches are discovered on all sides. For this reason, the Apostle Paul said of Christ, In him are hidden all the treasures of the wisdom and knowledge of God. The soul cannot enter into these treasures nor attain them unless it first crosses into and enters the thicket of suffering, enduring interior and exterior labors, and unless it first receives from God very many blessings in the intellect and in the senses and has undergone long spiritual training. All these are lesser things, disposing the soul for the lofty sanctuary of the knowledge of the mysteries of Christ. This is the highest wisdom attainable in this life. Would that men might come at last to see that it is quite impossible to reach the thicket of the riches and wisdom of God, except by first entering the thicket of much suffering in such a way that the soul finds there its consolation and desire. The soul that longs for divine wisdom chooses first and in truth to enter the thicket of the cross. St. Paul, therefore, urges the Ephesians not to grow weary in the midst of tribulation, but to be rooted and grounded in love, so that they may know with all the saints the breadth, the length, the height, and the depth, to know what is beyond knowledge, the love of Christ, so as to be filled with all the fullness of God. The gate that gives entry into these riches of his wisdom is the cross. Because it is a narrow gate, while many seek the joys that can be gained through it, it is given to few to desire to pass through it. No eye can see, no ear can hear, no heart can imagine. The marvels marvels that that God has prepared for those who love Him. Yet God has revealed them to us through His Spirit. The The marvels that God has prepared for those those who love Him. O God, 
who gave the priest St. John an outstanding dedication to perfect self-denial and love of the cross, grant that, by imitating him closely at all times, we may come to contemplate eternally your glory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 22 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak for Wednesday, December 14th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. And in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the disciples of John the Baptist come to Jesus and say, Are you the one? And Jesus basically says, What do you think? It's from the seventh chapter of the Gospel of Luke. And John, calling to him two of his disciples, sent them to the Lord. John the Baptist has sent us to you, saying, Are you he who is to come? Or shall we look for another? In that hour, Jesus cured many of diseases and plagues and evil spirits. And on many that were blind, he bestowed sight. Go, tell John what you have seen and heard. The blind receive their sight. The lame walk. Lepers are cleansed. And the deaf hear. The dead are raised up. The poor have good news preached to them. And blessed is he who takes no offense at me. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. If you really want to see the Lord, you need to clear up your spiritual vision. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. You do not have to look for another. Jesus Christ is among us and he calls us. Behold him on this earth of ours, he has left the clear outlines of his footprints. They are indelible signs which neither the erosion of time nor the treachery of the evil one have been able to erase. Jesus Christus Harry et hodie, ipse et insuecula. How I love to recall these words. Jesus Christ, the very Jesus who was alive yesterday for his apostles and the people who sought him out, this same Jesus lives today for us and will live forever. Yet at times we poor men fail to recognize his ever-present features because our eyes are tired and our vision clouded. It was with that clouded vision and lack of faith that the fellow countrymen of Jesus looked at him the first time he went back to Nazareth. Those Jews saw in Jesus only the son of Joseph, and in the end they rudely turned him out. They could not see any deeper. They did not discover the Messiah who was visiting them. We want to see the Lord. We want to get to know him, love him, and serve him, and to make this the primary objective in our life. We have no more important objective than this. What a great mistake it would be if we were to haggle, to lack generosity in carrying out the things that refer to God 
Open the gates wide to Christ, his vicar here on earth encourages us. Have confidence in him. Take the risk of following him. Obviously, this demands that you should come out of yourselves on your own way of reasoning or your prudence. It demands that you leave behind your indifference, your self-sufficiency, those unchristian habits that you have perhaps acquired. Yes, that demands renunciation, a conversion, which first of all you must want to want, want to pray for in your prayer and want to put into practice. Let Christ be for you the way, the truth, and the life. Let him be your salvation and your happiness. Let him take over the whole of your life so that with him you can live it in all its dimensions. Let all your relationships, activities, feelings, thoughts be integrated in him, or so to speak, Christified. I wish, said the Pope, that with Christ you may come to recognize God as the beginning and end of your existence. Once again, we must want a new conversion, that turning towards God just before Christmas, so as to contemplate Him with a clearer look and never with tired eyes or clouded vision. This is why with the Church we beg, O Lord our God, help us to look eagerly for the coming of our Savior. When He arrives and knocks, may He find us awake and at prayer, singing His praises with joy. The Blessed Virgin will help us in our struggle against all that separates us from God. We will be able to prepare our soul during the feasts that we are about to celebrate, and we will be better able to guard our senses, which are, as it were, the doors of the soul. Now, Lord, I begin again with the help of your mother. We turn to her because it is the will of God that we should have nothing which has not passed through the hands of Mary. As a resolution from this time of prayer, we can offer our Lord our desire to carry out faithfully the plan of life that we have agreed on with our spiritual director, even though for some reason it may seem difficult. The fortitude of our Mother, the Blessed Virgin, will help our weakness and will make us experience that, with God, nothing is impossible. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fourteen minutes before the hour, and we pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Give joy to your servant, Lord. To you I lift up my heart. Give joy to your servant, Lord. To you I lift up my heart. Turn your ear, O Lord, and give answer, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am faithful. Save the servant. Who trusts in you. You are my God. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I cry to you all the day long. Give joy to your servant, O Lord, for to you I lift up my soul. O Lord, you are good and forgiving, full of love to all who call. Give heed, O Lord, to my prayer and attend to the sound of my voice. In the day of distress, I will call, and surely you will reply. 
Among the gods there is none like you, O Lord, nor work to compare with yours. All the nations shall come to adore you and glorify your name, O Lord. For you are great and do marvelous deeds, you who alone are God. Show me, Lord, your way so that I may walk in your truth. Guide my heart to fear your name. I will praise you, Lord my God, with all my heart and glorify your name forever. For your love to me has been great. You have saved me from the depths of the grave. The proud have risen against me. Ruthless men seek my life. To you they pay no heed. But you, God of mercy and compassion, slow to anger, O Lord, abounding in love and truth, turn and take pity on me. O give your strength to your servant and save your handmaid son. Show me a sign of your favor that my foes may see to their shame that you console me and give me your help. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. God of mercy and goodness, when Christ called out to you in torment, you heard him and gave him victory over death because of his love for you. We already know the affection you have for us. Fill us with a greater love of your name, and we will proclaim you more boldly before men and happily lead them to celebrate your glory. Give Give joy joy to your servant, Lord. To you I lift up my heart. Blessed is the upright man who speaks the truth. Blessed is the upright man who speaks the truth. Hear, you who are far off, what I have done. You who are near, acknowledge my might. On Zion, sinners are in dread. Trembling grips the impious. Who of us can live with the consuming fire? Who of us can live with the everlasting flames? He who practices virtue and speaks honestly. Who spurns what is gained by oppression. Brushing his hands free of contact with a bribe, stopping his ears lest he hear of bloodshed, closing his eyes lest he look on evil. He shall dwell on the heights. His stronghold shall be the rocky fastness, his food and drink in steady supply. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Blessed is the the upright man who speaks speaks the the truth. Let us celebrate with joy in the presence of our Lord and King. Let us celebrate with joy in the presence of our Lord and King. Sing a new song to the Lord, for he has worked wonders. His right hand and his holy arm have brought salvation. The Lord has made known his salvation, has shown his justice to the nations. He has remembered his truth and love for the house of Israel. 
all the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout to the Lord, all the earth. Ring out your joy. Sing psalms to the Lord with the harp, with the sound of music, with trumpets, and the sound of the horn acclaim the King, the Lord. Let the sea and all within it thunder, the world and all its peoples. Let the rivers clap their hands and the hills ring out their joy. Rejoice at the presence of the Lord, for he comes to rule the earth. He will rule the world with justice and the peoples with fairness. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus, you have revealed your justice to all nations. We stood condemned and you came to be judged in our place. Send your saving power on us, and when you come in glory, bring your mercy to those for whom you were condemned. Let us us celebrate celebrate with with joy in the the presence presence of of our our Lord and King. A reading from the Book of Wisdom Simply I learn about wisdom and ungrudgingly do I share. Her riches I do not hide away. For to men she is an unfailing treasure. Those who gain this treasure win the friendship of God, to whom the gifts they have from discipline commend them. Let the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. Let the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. With joyful praise let the church tell forth The The wisdom wisdom of of the saints. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Let the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. Those who are learned will be as radiant as the sky in all, all its beauty. Those who instruct the people in goodness will shine like the stars for all eternity. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Those who are learned will be as radiant as the sky in all, all its beauty. Those who instruct the people in goodness will shine like the stars for all eternity. Christ is the Good Shepherd who laid down his life for his sheep. Let us praise and thank him as we pray. Nourish your people, Lord. Christ, you decided to show your merciful love through your holy shepherds. Let your mercy always reach us through them. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your vicars, you continue to perform the ministry of Shepherd of Souls. Direct us always through our leaders. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your holy ones, the leaders of your people, you served as physician of our bodies and our spirits. Continue to fulfill your ministry of life and holiness in us. Nourish your people, Lord. You taught your flock through the prudence and love of your saints. Grant us continual growth in holiness under the direction of our pastors. Nourish your people, Lord. We pattern our prayer on the prayer of Christ our Lord and say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who gave the priest St. John an outstanding dedication to perfect self-denial and love of the cross, grant that, by imitating him closely at all times, we may come to contemplate eternally your glory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. John Morales, it's your wake-up call. Morning air is coming right up. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.